So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. On a shucky-ducky kind of day. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. What I really want is like a college girl. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Jeez, in your... It's a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Google engineer fired for expressing his opinion that you'll be fired for expressing your opinion at Google. Wait a second. Doesn't that... Wait a second. Honorary general manager... Donald J. Trump retweeting a Russian bot and apparently leaked classified information in a single morning. Oh, really? I don't know that story. Yeah. So the Google guy getting fired, um, what did he get fired for, specifically? I mean, because, you know, it sounds the way we presented it. I could walk into my boss's office and say, you say you want differing opinions. But when I said I think slavery should make a comeback, then you fired me. Right. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> his views on women in technology were not uh, compatible with Google's uh, something or other, and so they uh, they canned him. 
But did he ever say anything like, I don't think women should work here or no. anything like that? No, I had to be it. listening to National Progressive Radio this morning, and they said he claimed that women, men are just better at uh, science than women. What he claimed was that, in general, there are greater numbers of men that have an interest and aptitude in this sort of thing. And so an effort to achieve 50-50 man-woman is going to necessarily be out of proportion. Well, Larry Summers got fired as the president of Harvard for saying more or less the same thing about uh, mathematics at Harvard. Something that was absolutely, completely statistically true. Right. And he got fired. So you can't say that sort of thing. Even if you throw in many caveats saying, look, I want diversity. I want as many women around here as we can. We just can't, you know, stand logic on its head and force the issue. And he got fired for that because you can only have one opinion on the left. According to the only f- one. fired gentleman in an uh, email exchange with Reuters, Reuters, I don't know how to say that. Uh, he said that he has been fired for perpetuating gender stereotypes. All right. That was the the stated reason. Well, some some stereotypes are there for a reason. A tendency one direction. Wow, that's something. That's pretty interesting. <sighs> you know, the moon was the brightest moon I've ever seen in my life last night. Was anybody out last night looking at the moon? Man, that was a crazy moon. Now, does that have anything to do with the total eclipse that's coming? Absolutely. Are things lining up in any way? And the, the moon mo- and the sun are battling for supremacy in the sky. <laughs> and only one will triumph. <laughs> and I need you more. That's right. The total eclipse of the heart coming up in what? A week? week yeah. Two weeks? Nobody yeah. knows. Two weeks from yesterday. All right. Uh, that's what we need to do is study the universe. Study the universe. <laughs> study the universe? At least the solar system. Yeah. Cool. Study the universe. At least the solar system. Exactly right. Let's kick off the show uh, about studying the world. By introducing everybody in the squad, we'll start over there with uh, the Pluto, really, of the gang. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Out there on the outside, keeping an eye on everybody. It's board operator Michelangelo. How are you this morning, Michael? I'd rather be the Pluto than the Uranus. Well, of course. <laughs> oh, boy. It really goes without saying. Yeah. And should have. You know, that's such a good one liner. I should probably just stop right there. Yeah, you probably because should. my show intro is not going to get any better. You <laughs> no, know that. Exactly. <laughs> it really won't. Please. Walk off stage. Yeah. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. It was on this day in the year 1974 that during a televised evening address, President Nixon resigned. Hmm. No, nothing. In 1988, on this day in history, gangster rap hits the mainstream with the release of NWA's Straight Outta Compton. Oh, really? What year was that? Uh, 1988. Gotcha. Boy, that was not uh, that was not known where I was living at the time. Uh, wasn't a big wasn't a big moment. Didn't see Easy e walking around the hood or anything? It was on this day in the year 1986. Spike Lee's first feature, She's Gotta Have It, premieres. I'm hoping one of these grabs you guys. Hit me with one more. Uh, 1956, a fire traps 262 miners. Oof. Anything? Jeez. Uh, anything? Anybody? <laughs> what you, what's mine disasters? <laughs> wow. I started with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why I cut it short. Yeah. So the Nixon one happened in the, the, the dead of summer. Dead of... Yep. Uh, Yep. Right before school started. Huh? Renewing. Get a new president. Start school year. There you go. Exactly. Uh, there's Vincent, our senior executive producer. How are you, Vincent? You know, like when you're texting with someone and you think a subject has resolved itself, so you move on to a new subject, but they're still on the old subject, 
And so there's all these sorts of mixed oh, yeah. messages oh, yeah. and confusion oh, yeah. going on. And, oh, yeah. and you just, you don't. You, I, I've you made the mistake lately a couple of times of, because I, I feel weird about sending really long texts. So, like, I, I put a thought, and then I'm going to put the rest of it in the next thought. But before I get to the next thought, they respond to that first thought, oh, which yeah. was incomplete, and things are out of whack. <laughs> so I guess you're better off sending the really long text with oh, all yeah. your thoughts. Yes, clearly. Because otherwise, they're responding to, your, to the first part, and you had a caveat or a, a switcheroo. In An mind. addendum, if An you addendum. will. How about when you're in a, a text conversation, and then you get the gray things down the bottom, they're thinking, they're thinking, they're writing, they're writing, they're writing, and then it just goes away. Then they away. bail. <laughs> <laughs> ah, to hell with it. That's what they're thinking. Never mind. You can't <laughs> talk any sense to them anyway. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> I would pay a pretty penny for an app that showed me oh, yeah. their rough oh, drafts yeah. as they're writing it out. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. You are an ass. Mm, da, 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 delete, 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 delete. I can't believe you. Mm, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> I would like that, too, if it only worked one way. Uh, uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, you know, guys, I am tough as nails. You've often remarked on my physicality, but this morning I am playing Hurt. More penicillin, more painkillers, tooth is in bad shape. May have to have the procedure right here this morning on the show. Wow. What? That'd be awesome. Dental technicians are waiting in the wings I for love a the phone idea call. Maybe during your news. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. What? what, what? You may laugh now, my friends. <laughs> I might start paying attention to your newscast. Marshall. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. Wow. You're going to have oral surgery in the studio? Yes. <laughs> what? We need more of that sort of thing. <laughs> Is this related to your hernia at all that you got from doing push-ups? Not, not at all. You know, people no. don't know the behind the scenes. When Marshall was on the floor saying, I don't think I can do anymore when he's practicing, and Joe was standing over him, you're going to do one more, or this is the lightning, kicking him. Oh, wow, that's that's not my Force, recollection at all. Forcing Marshall to do yet one more push-up when he was crying, please don't make me, and then he got a hernia. Just another example of yeah. Joe blacking out with rage. Well, he doesn't right. remember the things that he does well, yeah. that hurts us. That's one interpretation. It's all there in the videos. He, he all there in the videos. He doesn't remember the things he does that hurts us. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, August 8th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and we approve of this program. Wait till I get in there, Sean. Let's speak in the show officially now according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Right here in this moment standing with you. I see my forever and I see my future. Wait. And I just want to tell you that I love you and I'm in love with you and I can't imagine spending my life with anyone else. Love in a wind tunnel, apparently. So going on there. <laughs> so, and an hour earlier, she was trying to decide between him and another dude. Man, yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they're there on The Bachelorette, she decided. And I look at you, I see my forever, and my I'm Uber's so in love go. with you. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we standing next to a jet engine? I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, something. Oh. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, tightening the noose on North Korea, why Macanda, Illinois, is the place to be, and a celebrity death. <laughs> Stories coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. Was that Godzilla? Indeed. All right. Uh, how's the mail bag look? Oh, it's good. It's, it's solid. Hmm. <sighs> Well, that whole Sanctuary City thing seems to be coming to some sort of head. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, get, just get into the soups, would you? Yeah. Let's get into the SCOTUS. Let them uh, nail it down, and then everybody can shut up and go about their business. Do cities and states get to make their own federal immigration policy? Right. Seems pretty obvious to me, but uh, I think it's just precious how people who've denied any sort of rights for the states to do their own thing now are embracing that right with, with all sorts of enthusiasm. Um, so we'll get into all of that. Including that guy from Google getting fired. Oh, I didn't think he'd get fired over this. but it was just starting a conversation. There is one opinion at Google, and you will express it only. Why are you using that accent? All right. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Full in on the eclipse. I got to sign off from my wife. Oh, man. Me and the you oldest. suck. I'm so mad about all this. You're mad your about joy the, is my anger. Go ahead. You're mad about an eclipse. Yeah, because I can't go. I can't you're, do anything. You're mad about solar I got to stay here and make stupid jokes about the news and miss a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mostly. <laughs> it's a total eclipse of heart. Mostly because I got to take my kid to school later in the week and I'm taking those days off. So you stand out on a sunny day and you wave your hand in front of your face. It's dark. It's not. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's night in the midst of day. It's the sun it, it obliterated by the vengeful moon. The problem is, as it is just uh, two weeks from yesterday, you would. It's it's crazy. Like looking at flights, any flight you can imagine to any city anywhere near the eclipse zone in the country is completely sold out. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. That that many people are into something, you know, happened on a, on a Monday in the middle of August. The week of school for a lot of people. So uh, I got to do a lot of scrambling to try to figure that out. I'll come up with something. We'll be like... But I think it'll be really fun for the... I think my, my seven-year-old will remember it the rest of his life. Tell him his joy is my anger. Okay, I will mention that to him. Well, here's a nice ad passed along by Nicole. Watch the eclipse with goats in Oregon wine country. Wow. Have you been putting off your eclipse plans like a cool 20-something in a lead-up to Halloween, hoping to something, or we'll get back into that later. It's kind of a funny ad, but you can go watch the eclipse with goats. God, what is it with people these days? I don't know, man. It's it's, it's not good. So uh, the reaction of the blue-collar panel continues to pour in, including from loyal listener from the Midwest, John. Who says, I'm currently transitioning out of the military after six years as an EOD tech, military bomb squad. Wow. I put in resumes at three different electrician companies uh, to be an apprentice, etc., etc. And I said, where are you in the Midwest? He said, I just moved back to Des Moines, Iowa. Has his first interview at 10 Central Time this morning. Uh, I mentioned that because I, 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 want, I wanted to say the following. If you uh, are in the electrical business or construction or... You're a contractor or something, and you need an electrical apprentice. Uh, John's fresh from uh, taking care of bombs. I'm sure he can handle the pressure at your gig. If you want to hire him in Des Moines or anywhere around there, uh, drop us an email, armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com, and, and I'll put you in touch with John. And if you ever end up with a bomb somewhere, you know the guy. Sure, exactly. Practically got MacGyver on your, uh, your staff. This is... God, that's got to be some job. This is... Uh, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
This is from Shane in Santa Rosa. Greatest shower thought ever. That's a hell of a claim. We will be the judge. As we will be the judges. The judges (laughs) will be us. It's important to remember that the internet says whatever you want it to. That's true, isn't it? It is true. Not sure it's the greatest shower thought ever, but it's 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 a good point. It's a good point. I could make a website that says Jesus was actually a goat. Really? And it's his Bible study with goats. That website is as real a website as any other website. And anybody who believes that will go to it and say, see. I saw it I on the internet. You. Uh, here's a nice note from Alex. Uh, I was listening to the podcast for today's show. Uh, Joe's story about the very flexible terrorist on the plane made me laugh out loud. My only question was whether or not Joe asked the guy if he'd learned to be that flexible by taking Steve Bannon's gymnastics class. Mm. Because it sounded to me like Bannon-level flexibility. I have no idea what you're referring to. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, Speaking of um, uh, release of sexual urges... We're talking about married couples having less and less over the last couple of decades. It's been a huge drop. Why? Is it obesity? Is it smartphones? Is it... On average, married couples are having sex nine times a year fewer than they were in the mid-90s. Yeah. Which is a lot of times. Yeah. Got a couple of notes uh, from uh, women folk. The Armstrong and Getty Show, unique in talk radio in that we have a uh, beautifully balanced audience, men and women. I don't know why that is. And if we started to think about it, we would probably change what we do. And we don't want to do that. But women are welcome here, obviously. Uh, Anne writes, smartphones are anonymous, are absolutely contributing to less sex in today's marriage. My husband's phone is the first thing he reaches for in the morning and the last thing he puts down before he goes to sleep. This wasn't the case even two years ago. He's not necessarily communicating with anyone else, although sometimes he is. But I often feel as if there are three of us in bed. I'm really trying to turn this around, but I often find myself reaching for my phone when he's on his. I think our marriage would be better if we both left the phones downstairs. He probably would be agreeable to a sex-for-phone trade. I'll have to give it a try. If he's not, you need a different husband. Yeah, no kidding. I'm in. I'll Honey, smash if you're it. listening. I'll smash it with a hammer right now if you want me to. Right. You make the call. Uh, and then this from uh, another anonymous. Uh Guys, I'm a busy professional with two small children. I got my husband this for Christmas because I am the best wife ever. We don't have a lot of time. It's a it's a personal lubricant. We don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to have to rephrase this. 5 a.m. manual release seems to help our relationship. Wow. So she reaches over and gives him a little good morning treatment. Sorry if this is not 6 a.m. radio appropriate. Well, it is with my skillful editing. I'm a nearly 20-year fag, and I clean the house to your your show every week. Thank you for listening and for uh, giving your husband a little uh, good morning handshake, as it were. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Oh, boy. Moving along. What do we have here? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This one. Uh, From Alnonymous. Oh, hey, uh, uh, folks who work at Google. Because there are probably hundreds of them listening to the show, if not thousands. What do you think of the guy getting fired? You can email us. I know, I know, email. Armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. Yeah, I know, I know. Yahoo, I know. You can fire somebody for that in California? Absolutely. Armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. Or you can text us 
415-295-KFTC. That's 415-295-KFTC. More on that to come. Uh, from Al Anonymous, Adventures in San Francisco Ridiculousness, writes uh, Al. Uh, living in San Francisco, I have some pretty interesting things pop up on my social media feeds. Three of the most ridiculous examples below and attached images with names removed. Uh, number one, girl does the 23andMe genetic testing like I did and and lets everybody know on social media how disappointed she is that there aren't any brown people in her ancestral line. She feels really bad about it. Crazy. Two. Wow. Guy posts how horrible men are. This is the actual post. It's a it's a guy holding a tiny little note for some reason with a street in the background because that makes it seem more gritty and urban. Fascists, Nazis, capitalists, communists, religions, and dictators have all done some cruel things to humanity, but one interpretation would be that they are only a subgroup of the most dangerous group of all time, men. The comments to this post were equally absurd with all his women friends applauding his anti-man stance. Stupid. Any man who goes all anti-man to impress women has no penis. Wow. He has no testicles. Do you mean... He has no spine. He can grow no beard. He has no character. Do you mean literally has no genitals? Or just like... In a cosmic sense. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. He has, he has turned himself into a eunuch and is proudly, proudly displaying his Ken-like pubic area. To, to, to do that is just so... You are so pathetic, you men who do that. You are so sad. Because you think the only way you can be a good man and be good to women and respectful for women is to hate men. Chop off your junk, you pathetic castrato, you eunuch, you. And number three, girl asks for clothes donations. Helpful father asks whether she needs clothes for men and women. Um, but his daughter reminds him that, quote, gender is a construct. Oh, good Lord. So upbraids <laughs> her own father for saying, what kind of clothes do you want, men and women? Dad, gender is a construct. Yeah, okay. I just want to know what clothes to bring. (laughs) God, you people are so unintentionally hilarious. (laughs) Oh, and working so hard. Oh, it is practically a full-time job, (laughs) exhibiting your virtue every second to everyone. So all clothes? Just tell me to bring all clothes, then. (laughs) This is not how I raised you. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Oh, good Lord. So Marshall's got his news coming up next, and we'll ease into the day. You don't want to. You don't want to move into the day too quickly. You pull something, and it, it'll take a long time to heal. Plus, li- we do have reactions coming in about the Google firing. Very okay. interesting. Awesome from Google people. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Let's get into the news on the Armstrong and Getty Show with Marsha Phillips. Well, North Korea, top of mind for many this morning. Vincent Nicholas, official President Trump tweet reader. After many years of failure, countries are coming together to finally address the dangers posed by North Korea. We must be tough and decisive! Now, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is hoping to persuade Thailand's leaders to get tougher on North Korea. The U.S. thinks that there are companies that are fronts for North Korea that are active in Thailand. Tillerson wants to get the ties to shut down those businesses. 
China. Meanwhile, you got more than 60% of Americans support sending U.S. troops into battle if North Korea were to invade South Korea. The poll what, by what percent? 60%. A poll by the Chicago Council of Global Affairs found that uh, 62% would approve of deploying the U.S. forces up from 47% in 2015. I hate to interrupt all your numbers, but this seems like a perfect example of one of those poll questions where people clearly have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) It's just it's something they've never really thought about before. So we've got 30-some thousand troops there in South Korea, and if North Korea invades and overruns those troops, a little over half of us think it'd be all right to uh, to fight back. I, I just find that hard to believe. Right. Meanwhile, yeah, give me one minute with Mr. and Mrs. America to explain the situation, right. and you'd see vastly right. different yeah, so poll numbers. There's no point in that. We also have reports this morning that the Pentagon might launch airstrikes against ISIS in the Philippines. NBC News reporting that decision could be announced as soon as today. The airstrikes would most likely be carried out by armed drones. The attacks would be aimed at the ISIS forces that are considered threats to U.S. allies that are in that area now carrying out operations. And Google getting rid of an employee who reportedly wrote a memo that criticized the company's diversity policies. The Google engineer, James Damore, has been fired over the memo titled Google's Ideological Echo Chamber. His memo alleged Google quashed conservative voices within the company and there was a biological reason for the lack of women in the tech industry. Now, Google's CEO, Sundar Pichai... What what did he claim the biological reason was for women, uh, not as many women being interested? He just went on about the tendency, women tend to X, Y, Z... Men tend to, in greater numbers, you know, ABC, and that's why there will be a disparate number of men and women in the workplace. And, of course, NPR had to phrase it that he said uh, men are just better at tech than women. He was, he was talking about just mass numbers and how that would affect uh-huh. a, an effort to make it equal numbers. Now, some of his uh, alleged science or alleged, you know, analysis of the genders I thought was... Either inaccurate or silly or unnecessary or or whatever. But here's your bottom line. And Google can do whatever they want. They're they're a private company. But they have absolutely proved his premise that there's a a one-ideology culture of silencing anybody who disagrees. You couldn't say, here's where you're wrong on this point. Look at this study from uh, Harvard. Uh, here's where this no longer is the case. Look at this trend, blah, blah, blah. They didn't refute it. They silenced it, which is the way of the left. And, Jack, I know you're getting ready for the uh, big solar eclipse, so book your flight to Makanda, Illinois. It'll be the center of the universe for a few brief moments on August the 21st of this year. The town of 600 people, it's a six-hour drive from Chicago, be the dead center of the solar eclipse that everybody's been talking about. What's dead center of the eclipse mean? That means they will probably be have more darkness than any other place in the nation as the eclipse occurs. It will last longer. Oh, how long will the thing last? I was wondering about this as I was booking flights and that putting travel together, and it's you know going to be a fairly long schlep and kind of expensive to to pull it off with me and the boy. And uh, so, how long does it last? Does it last ten seconds or well, you're uh, heavenly, an hour and a half? Or <laughs> your heavenly bodies are yes. always moving. So, how long it quote unquote lasts depends on where you say it starts. But like. When it's significant dark. darkness, completely uh, dark. between one and two minutes. Yeah, is one my and two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be yeah. completely dark for about a minute. Yeah, boy, I hope my 
I hope my son, <laughs> having uh, having pulled the supermoon thing right. uh, a couple of years ago, which he still talks about, staying up really late, being right. outside, getting bit by mosquitoes, the supermoon was a big nothing. Uh, I hope he doesn't... Of course, you know, wherever I go, it could be cloudy, too. Sure. You could have a cloudy day. And remember, it'll start gradually getting darker and right. darker and darker. So the whole course of the event will be considerably longer than a couple of minutes. Oh, I'm going to stare straight at it. You get stuck in the restroom and you come out and you... That's it. over! <laughs> Son of a... The longest duration of totality, he says, yes. apparently uh, is the only one in the staff who cares enough to look, will be... <laughs> Two minutes, 41.6 seconds. Wow, go. damn near three minutes. Yeah. That's pretty long. In Giant City State Park, just south of Carbondale, Illinois. Mm. Which Marshall was just talking and about. And the greatest extent, width, whatever that oh, means, width. will Ooh. be near the village of Cerulean, Kentucky. I'm not going that far. So the far, closest I am to the middle of the country, right. the longer the darkness. Right. Okay. I'm thinking going to, I think I'm flying to Denver and then driving a little north of there. What I'm gonna do? That's my plan currently. All right, is that in the band, the Eclipse band? Of course it is. All right, he's got the map. Now I'm gonna go he to I'm gonna go to Amarillo. And I'm gonna head <laughs> south and I'm gonna hang out in Houston and wait for the Eclipse. Because you gotta make sure you're in the band, right? All right. And we've got sad news: a celebrity death to report. Yes, the man who first put on a rubber suit as Godzilla is dead. Haru Nakajima died from pneumonia on I'm Monday. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Nakajima wore the 220-pound suit for the first time in 1954 in the original Godzilla movie. God, I loved those China. as a kid. I loved those as a kid. i got to show those to my son. I stayed up late watching those movies with my dad. I yeah. thought they were real. They are fantastic. He ended up attacking Japan numerous times over the years, playing the monster a dozen times. He was 88. You will be missed. And that's China. I'm Marshall. <laughs> Japan, China. Mr. President. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. 220 pounds. No wonder he lumbered like he did. <laughs> no kidding. That's a heavy suit. They didn't have, do they have latex back in the day? I guess not. No. Probably inch-thick vulcanized rubber. <laughs> He'll be missed. He'll be missed. So we're hearing from people who work at Google about what's going on. Uh, well, yes and no. We're getting reaction. Did you give me a yeah, no? Well, we're getting reaction from people at Google and people not at Google. Mm. You keep saying we're getting reaction from Google. I have not said that. I'm trying to build it up. Well, you've built it up on a bed of lies. Don't you know how the modern world works? Whether it's true or not, it's just, that doesn't even factor in. I sit corrected. To the salesmanship of anything. And shamed. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. saw a text from yesterday and I was talking about uh, I always get giant guys sitting next to me on planes for some reason. This guy said, I'm six foot five, 290 pounds. People put things on the seats as I walk in. Yeah, I'll bet. Oh, yeah. And uh, this quick text. Joe, well, you, you should crush them with your mighty hands. Joe, you should use your German accent for this classic German knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? I'll ask the questions. <laughs> that would be good in a German accent. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah, there's a lot of subtleties here, a lot of complications. So, um, <laughs> a lot of muttering. Yeah, that too. So, the uh, employee of Google who wrote a 10 page manifesto essentially saying that. It was calling for an honest discussion of the company's diversity policies, which he said was in part enforced by the company's culture of shaming and misrepresentation. Well, for raising those questions, he has been reportedly fired. And the reaction from all around the interwebs is coming in. Uh, social justice warrior types are gratified because you can never disagree with them or you should be silenced. That is an editorial comment. Uh, just in... Uh, Google has fired an employee who wrote a memo blasting the web company's diversity policies from uh, Bloomberg. Ellen tweeted, um, okay, no, that's just the news. Uh, He was fired for perpetuating gender stereotypes. That is the uh, stated uh, reason for the firing. Okay, here are the reactions. Well, one thing it seems to me is if if that stereotype is not accurate, if... Men don't have a tendency to both be better at or more interested in this line of work. So what you're stating is then it's just pure sexism that the tech field is is almost entirely male. It has it's to heavy, be, right? Well, it's heavily male. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It has to be. There's no other, no other explanation. Any other explanation you give is, uh, you know, is, is, is an awful... Per- perpetuation of a, a wrong stereotype right and so it has to just be hiring and practices. even asking the question to what extent is it actually sexism and to what extent is it just the tendencies of men and women to ask that question is a fireable offense at google well i guess my point Such is, is their nazi-esque lockstep ideology i guess my point is since you're saying it's got nothing to do with uh tendencies or interest or the way people's brains work or anything like that it's just we here at google will only hire men because we like men better than women aren't they saying that well, they're fighting the against that perception. They're 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 saying we're so serious about not doing that. We'll fire anybody who suggests that we're not doing that. Well, they must be. They must be. It sounds like they're admitting that in the past we would only hire men, even if a woman was disqualified. All right, so a bunch of reaction. Thank goodness the thought police got there so soon. So many delicate snowflakes saved. Unreal, this guy even tried to show he was left of center and couched every touchy point with real ideas to promote their arguments. Um, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. Google fired someone because they are honest. They are reasoned and their arguments are completely supported by research. I, I would I would jump in there and say the research is kind of wishy-washy. They're finding more and more that a lot of uh, male dominance in, in your science and technology fields is cultural as opposed to biological. It's an interesting question. Sure. And, none, and one that ought to be discussed. Was anybody hurt? Just now by my saying, you know, there's some science that says this. There's other science that says otherwise. Let's take a look at it. Well, at Google, you can't have that. Um, Google CEO Sundar Pichai issued his own memo Monday. Listen, this is just beautiful. Saying the memo writer had violated Google's code of conduct by crossing the line and, quote, advancing harmful gender stereotypes in our workplace. Uh, Google sure does have a way of proving memo dude's point. Guy says Google stifles diversity of thought and punishes opposing viewpoints. Google fires him. Dude, this company has a viewpoint diversity and political correctness problem. Google, you're fired. Uh, Google keeps proving everything in the memo is true. Uh, let's see. Where, there's, where's that statement from Google? 
The online mob strikes again. People really don't realize how much harm they're doing to the ability to have open dialogue in our society. I think that's a good point. Um, oh, here we go. The CEO's response. The memo has clearly impacted our coworkers, some of whom are hurting and feel judged based on their gender. But he never says the memo's assertions are incorrect. Well, it's because you can't even... See, if you're going to be an ideological lockstep, if you even address the question of the right, the truth or fallacy of an argument, you've, you've admitted that there is an argument to be had. You've admitted that it's a legitimate discussion to have. And what you've got to do is pretend that even asking the question is so horrifying and outrageous that, that it should not even be asked. Don't you think women tend to be better at some things than men? Certainly. Yeah. They just tend to be. Why is that? I don't know. Got Should you never ask that or pretend it's not true? Got this note, and I'm sure more people will lose their lives, be rendered limbless, paralyzed, etc., by taking a look at both sides of this, which Google is absolutely unwilling to do because it quote-unquote hurts people. Yeah, rigid little snowflakes, please. God, whatever happened to spirit of toughness in this country? Anyway... Uh, worked as an engineer for two years, went to dental school. I'm now a dentist. I've taken about every hard science class there is, worked in industry, now my own practice. In the STEM sciences, working and studying in groups dramatically increases your chance of scholastic success. The focus is on understanding concepts, and most people need things explained to them. Some engineers are quite proud of their big brains and talk down to others. They really talk down to women. My engineering class was about 50 students, maybe four were women. Uh, women write code and design bridges just fine, but constant condescension is going to drive most of them into the other fields. In the life sciences, it's not so much group stuff. There's not nearly as much condescension. You can study on your own. And my class in dental school was 50-50 men and women. Interesting. Class after mine was 60-40 women. There are way more women in the life sciences um, because they don't have to put up with all the condescension. If you know anything about that... Uh, 415-295-KFTC is our text line, 415-295-KFTC. So there's biology and uh, cultural stuff going on, but you will not ask these questions! The Armstrong and Getty Show. 